Because you'll always find there will always be people, somebody, or a number of people who is on your side. Or really, uh, it's just the way things work. Yeah. And it is like that for the truth as well, because <coughs> uh, in my own case, I can say, when that transformation was taking place. You know, I didn't have many friends. I cannot say I know a lot of people. You can say, but I don't. I was never someone who moves around with lots of friends. I don't know no. But the friends I had, they start to, you know, they felt uncomfortable. And uh, I can put it down exactly to a point where I I knew it was clear that it is to do with the change you're going through. They don't know how to relate to you and. You know, they're a bit afraid themselves, you know, that you might be going through some kind of ritual change that they don't, they're not ready for. It. They don't want that, you see? And so, out of fear and so on, they, they, we, just, we just part company. It, was, it wasn't my feeling to part company with them. But they could not hang on. They just, uh, they, 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 they're frightened off or something. On your own part, you're not really that keen to keep company with people who just talk things that you're not able to relate to quite in the same way as you used to do before, you know. They they talk about things you just energetically you're just in another space, another strange space to be listening to conversation. You kinda of know what they're talking about, but it's not making any impact. It's just seem like uh like we'd be sitting here now and someone is talking about, you know, how to how to start a frog farm or something? You just have no interest at all. There's no interest. And then what happened? Sometimes you you have some little fear that wait a minute, but who's going to be my friend? I have no friends. Who's going to be? Who's going to where these? Who's going to replace these friends? You know, you're really on your own. But life takes care of it, and you start to find people who are on the same frequency, at least a a, a frequency that resonate with you. They just come into the picture. They come from you don't know where. You meet somebody. It seems like in the most remote and unexpected situation, you meet someone. Aha! You know, so and so. Yes, I did this, and you start talking. It's just the way life works. You don't have to go out and join, you know, some spiritual club or nothing. You could be in the desert or something. You want to meet people who are on your frequency, and it's always worked like that. All your life, you've been meeting people on your frequency. Mm. You know the frequency of where you're, not your <coughs> your essential frequency, but your conditioned frequency. So wherever you've been, you know, whatever you know, whatever your mindset is, you meet people with whom you can resonate, 
according to your conditioning and your mindset and your desires and who you take yourself to be. So it goes like this. And the whole timing is set by the Lord, the do does everything. Because you you'll also meet people. You don't know in what way you'll meet them. You don't have to meet people as friends. They don't have to be the same like you. The frequency could be just that in a certain moment, a certain contact is needed by someone or by yourself. And God will arrange that for you. That you're going to meet this person. You're going to have the interaction. And you may never see them again. But that's that's the that's the that's the moment that was that moment in this country. It doesn't have to be that you become friends, you know each other forever and you know. If you're meant to meet an angel, you'll meet an angel. If you're meant to meet a demon, you'll meet a demon. If you're meant to meet a good friendship, you'll find good friendships. If you're meant to meet somebody who is going to be, you know, just like a lifelong companion in some on some level, male or female, doesn't matter. Then that's the one it's gonna meet because it's all been arranged. It's all written inside the invisible book. You're just you're just walking. You're walking in life. It's just the turning of the pages of those of that uh, that those karmic pages. But all of that belong to your, you know, what I'd call your dynamic life, your body mind expression. And the more you realize now that you are the consciousness behind them. But I've been using the expression yesterday. That which is behind the facade of the personality, the body mind. As that discovery is being made now, then somehow it's very, very different. You're not so concerned with the other levels so much. They take, you see, they take, they function by themselves actually, by the law of uh, the higher laws. They're functioning, but it's not anymore your concern. It was only the concern of the person. The person only goes so far. As the body mind expression and uh, functioning, but when the person is absorbed by the infinite, absorbed in the self, and then their concerns are very different. They're not uh, thinking about oh, what places to go to and what people may think of them. The, the consciousness is not adopting those concerns anymore. Not in that realm anymore. And. Uh, so this is where, when I begin to say things like you are, you're doing, you have the sense you're doing, but you're at the same time not doing. You see. So what is doing? The body mind is acting, and you say I'm doing this, but you know you're not doing it. You see, it is being done, it is taking place, and there's not even that concern about the fruits of that activity because you know that it didn't come from the person. It didn't come from such an personal investment. It's just that the universe has brought it about for its own, you know, for its own purpose, and nobody can comprehend the fullness of that purpose. So, from the body-mind uh, expression, all our lives is just one matrix, one tapestry, a living, vibrant tapestry of energetic, you know, interaction and like this, producing this cosmic symphony of. Beingness, or something we can put like that. But the one who discovers the self is also behind that, because you can only become the the functioning of the body-mind expression in itself. If the personality, if the person is not in there, there is no entanglement. It's also just a functioning. The consciousness uses it somehow to sort of to sort of ripen itself, if you want to put it like that. 
ripen itself would only mean that it is um, recognizing that it is not that it is it's not it is not that person it uses the the whole the whole range of personal expressions and so on to slowly wake up to itself it's mirroring to itself again to come back to its original um, purity you see that is what is my call spirituality and so in the, in in the broadest sense you can say the whole the whole functioning of the universe is a spiritual unfolding but when we're not conscious of that unfolding we don't call it spiritually say it's worldly because the 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 person has personal interest but all the person the person and the personal interests are all bound in time you see and this is why you can say i mean how many empires how many kingdoms how many beings have walked on this planet you know uncountable you know where are they where are they you call their names napoleon bonaparte nobody's putting their hand up henry the eighth genghis khan florence nightingale nobody's putting their hand up where are they So one thing, you know, one thing, one time. It says on a poster somebody had written, like big thing, that Nietzsche, Nietzsche says written, God is dead, signed Nietzsche. Then a little bit, few steps down, there was another big poster, and it says, Nietzsche is dead, signed God. <laughs> <laughs> Arrogance passes away. <laughs> mm. If a human being really has developed a true fragrance of the divine, that alone stays to fragrance the world for some time. You see. Because they say even the, the the gods, even they also they are seasonal. They pass away also. You know, there are some gods they used to worship them. You know, they would call them like Ra or, you know, the god uh, Agni, and all these ancient gods. Where are they? Poseidon. Who the hell worships Poseidon? I mean, you know, and all these. Uh, well, who worshipped them? They, they, they were just for a time. They were for a few seasons, uh, an age, and they're gone. You see, because they also had names and forms. But the supreme, no one can grasp because he's not in time. That's why people have so many arguments about God. All these and so on, the Islams and the Christians and the Muslims and the Jews and the Hindus and they're fighting us. Many people now they don't have any belief in God. So I tell them, listen, you don't know anything about God, you're a bit afraid. But if you trust me, then just accept my God. Walk with my God. He's vast. 
He is neither male nor female. He belongs to no nation. And uh, pure, formless, timeless. Whose love no one can comprehend, and yet none can be without. Who is impartial and imparts joy and peace, wisdom to those who turn their face towards him. My God doesn't seek to be worshipped. But those who worship him seek to worship him for their own sake. See, all my conversations come back to this, you see. Within minutes. Because where can any conversation go apart from fall back into the lap of God? You might say the absolute, you know, the absolute is beyond God. But for me, my God is the absolute. That's I call God. I mean, there was a point where I had to really, I, I really saw that I was on my own. That if you begin to look inside, you're going to come to a place where you're on your own, and you have to walk in the wilderness of your own being for a bit. You have to know that wilderness. Otherwise, when the world abandons you or something, you're going to fall apart, and you cannot fall apart. The true self cannot fall apart. It must still be the person who falls apart. You see. And, uh, and then you start to enjoy your own company in such a, a different way, you know. Just, I don't know what to say about it. I was reading one time about these, uh, some of these Zen monks, and they go away and they, they would always try and find some place away from people to be, you know. And yet, sometimes I look at them and say, well, you know, who wants to do that? Who, who needs to be by themselves? Unless somehow the, the, the mind doesn't even have a sense of themselves as in any personal way. So there's no themselves doing it. It's just, it's just that God is doing it. He's bringing these bodies into these places or something. There's no person desiring to do that. If there's a person desiring to do that, it's better you go back in town and get married and have some children. If there's just a person doing it, then you're still, you know, you're not really. You're you're still working for you. But if you're inspired by what I call the Holy Spirit, or by, you know, the pure heart, the Zen heart, or the Zen mind, or something, to 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 be there, then that's that's how it is. Then this is this is fine. But if you're you in there thinking, yes, I would like to, I need to do this, I don't want to see people eye eye, so who the hell are you? You know, you have to jump over you. Can you jump over you? Uh, 
this is this jumping over you is the same as saying you have to be the cow to jump over the moon. This is the same thing. You can jump over you. If you can do that, then you're fine. You can go and live under a rock all your life, because that's what the divine is. The divine ordain ordains this. You see. But if you are at a stage where you know you, your your friendships in the world are falling apart, and you're afraid of you you are afraid of what your family may think and so on, you haven't left you haven't left your town yet, much less your country. Not that you have to leave it in a big sense, but you know, I mean, at the country of your personhood, the town of your person, you have not left. And little things are going to trip you up. When you leave the town, the house, the room, the house, the village, the town, the city, the country of your own person, then you are one who many people want to meet. Because rare is such a one in this world. Yesterday I was saying, I found myself saying last night, you know, that there's going to come a moment when there's not one single thing that you can see with your senses or your mind that you can say, I am this. And there's going to come a time when there's not one single thing that you will see with your mind and your heart. That you can say, I am not this. Is there a gap between the two? First, you say, you know, I, I, I am, I am, I am this, but I'm not that. Then you come to a point. You say, I am not any of this. Then you may come to a point. You say, I, I am, I am all of this. And you come back to point. You say, Well, I'm neither this nor that. And then you come to a point where you say nothing at all.
Shri Hare Krishna